0: a a a client or a customer will give a piece of their paycheck to be comfortable and energy efficient but when indoor air quality and the quality of life of children and family members is involved they'll sell the farm So uh, there, there's lots of guys in the industry and they have like what they call the trinity of indoor air quality mm-hmm. and it revolves around uh, uh, ventilation, humidity and filtration. Well, uh, in, in my uh, teachings and my philosophy and, and the guys that are uh, you know learning from me, but we actually have six. And so uh, it starts off with thermal comfort. Uh, we're in the comfort business. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you want to start somewhere as an HVAC tech, hey thermal comfort. Now, how you achieve that, there's a whole sub list of things, but we're in the comfort business. And when you're dealing with indoor air quality clients, how they feel as far as being comfortable in the Mm -hmm. space will exaggerate or exacerbate the things that they're experiencing because of the condition they have. So we go thermal comfort Mm -hmm. and then filtration right in our wheelhouse, right? We'll talk about humidity control, lack of, or too much, right? So mm-hmm. humidity control, then we bring in ventilation and then we get a little bit outside of HVAC and we talk about building pressures and what's going on. And so we do pressure mapping and moisture mapping within the structure, but you know what? Most of the time that's controlled with a fan or our HVAC or ventilation. And so it's right, right in our wheelhouse, but understanding how to take those measurements to So you can design property. And then last but not least is, uh, pollutant identification and source control. And so those are my six pillars. If we can get a handle on that, we're well on our way to be uh, becoming uh, IAQ professionals in our field. Now, uh, uh, of course, that's just scratching the surface. If we get on the other end of it, you know, identifying and speciating different microbials and different things, and, and really understanding uh, infiltration and pathways um, that, that gets kind of deep. Uh, uh, we often we want to see or bring to light the unseen, and so when we're in that world right. of things, that's a whole different um, right. aspect. But hey, if we get a handle on those six, and, and really just yeah. understand that, the transition's easy into some yeah. of the other stuff. Yeah, does that make sense.
1: It does, and I want to come back to that too because investigation uh, is, is 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 a key part to 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 you know your 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 foundation here. I want to take a step back real quick because I think this is so, so important because of the new, the new population of techs and, and contractors coming into the trade, you know, what would you, how, how would, a how would someone get started? Right. How, how do they, so they've got an HVAC contractor that just started or maybe a new tech and they, they are going in these houses. They're seeing this, this, these questions being asked of them, where, where do they start, John? Like what, what, what can we tell them to do to help, themselves start answering these questions that they're getting
0: first of all you have to be willing Mm -hmm. all right and and unfortunately technicians are uh held to a standard by the company so it's got to be top down and and i have had technicians man take my class oh john this is fantastic i I actually went to a a a company and and presented to the whole company uh in uh, columbus georgia and, and they were all fired up and like, dude, this is awesome. And, and, and then nothing. I talked to a guy the other day, it's been two years. It's like, Have you implemented any of it? It's like, no, management doesn't care. And, and so the technician can care. And depending on the company, it, it, it's, it's a culture.
1: Yeah. So let's it, talk about that for a second. So they make a conscious decision not to go that route. But in your, in your mind, what's your argument for saying that a contractor needs to be involved in? why what's what the argument to be involved in indoor air quality solutions? What would you say? So that guy, so maybe that guy in particular, what, what are you waiting for? I know it's your instant reaction. It's been two years. What is the idea? Why, why should they be, why should they care about IAQ and the solutions?
0: So, you know, I, I did an article in Snips magazine uh, a while back, and then I, I did another one with uh, NCI on uh, high performance HVAC and um what there's been kind of a shift in the industry. And and so technicians are really, really good at turning wrenches, solving problems and fixing stuff, right? That's what we're really good at. And and so, but that takes the work. You know, the way I do indoor air quality, there's a lot of work there. It's not easy. And, And so unfortunately we're in pursuit of the all American dollar, not done don't get me wrong here uh, i'll talk mm-hmm. a little bit pursue the, the all-american dollar and then just we need to just turn calls in and out in and out you know you've got you uh, you know a technician's given 10 calls today and they're loaded up and all i want you to do is get in there fix the repair usually a unitary take it or leave it repair and get to the next one and then the technician's looking at his schedule and then his kid's got a you know a, uh, a, a T-ball baseball game, and not he wants to make that game because he should. And, and so there's this pressure just to turn turn the calls, and, and, and so that's that's a problem. So a technician can have that 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 hunger and that thirst for knowledge and want to do stuff, but it's a top-down decision, and if they're not allowed, then that becomes a problem, and uh, and, and it's what we're facing. So our industry is looking for that quick, you know. And some of these manufacturers of said air purification devices make it very friendly and very appealing. Hey, you know what? We're going to sell this to you, right? Our marketing says it's the silver bullet going to fix everything. You sell this, your markup is going to be very handsome. And tell you what, some of the bigger companies, the franchise types, I'm not going to say any names, but you know who they are, are like, hey, every one of these sell you sell, I'll give you a hundred bucks. So they're getting a great incentive from the manufacturer to sell their product then they spiff the, the, the technician and then they're selling 10 a day in thinking that hey i just did an ieq job and then they just stuck a device mm-hmm. in the system without even knowing anything about it mm-hmm. or, or what they're treating or anything and, and so that's where our industry is but i'm trying to change that one contractor at a time
1: yeah. I was going to say, if you go back to even that, you know, even some of the companies you've trained before that aren't doing anything now. So the message for management would be what, like, what, you know, doesn't this tie back to the almighty dollar, uh, this, the solutions uh, in a way, even if it's done, I mean, done correctly in your mind, through building science, there is a yes. bottom line here to be.
0: The, absolutely. So uh, since you asked here, here yeah. here's where we're at a, a, a client or a customer will give a piece of their paycheck to be comfortable and energy efficient. But when indoor air quality and the quality of life of children and, and family members is involved, they'll sell the farm. They will absolutely sell the farm. And, 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 and this, is, this is not, so I say this so we don't prey on that, but we have to understand that. Mm-hmm. That when the the health and well-being of their children or family members are involved, they will absolutely sell the farm to make sure that they're happy and healthy and safe and all that stuff. Now, that being said, um, there's some spiritual principles here, and I teach this in my class, and I really emphasize that, one, we don't worship money, okay? We don't worship money, but money is the gasoline that fuels the engine that is our business. OK, so you have to keep the lights on. You have to be able to be profitable. So that being said, if we there's a paradigm shift here and I teach us So when we're when we're looking at indoor air quality, we need to go in with that's our emphasis. We have to have empathy and, and compassion and listen to the they just want to be heard. Clients, customers just want to be heard and listened to. And so if, if we do that, believe me, the money will come yeah. and and. uh and in our process you know you, you said earlier that the the investigation process is very important well we uh, we have keyed a phrase or or a process if you will indoor air quality iaq investigate analyze and quote you have to do all three you have to do them in order and you can't skip any of the uh, can't skip any of them and, and so investigate is our discovery but our industry goes right to quote. <laughs>
1: It does. Right? It does, yes. Oh, he also,
0: I, hey, we got a customer that yeah. says they've got some indoor air quality concerns. They don't know what's going on in their house. Hey, here's this, uh, here's this, uh, this uh, product that we're selling. Go over there and put that in. And, and so out of that, I point a phrase from the medical community that prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. Yep. Our HVAC industry yep. is guilty, guilty, guilty of that every single day by throwing products at these people.
1: Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and so I, I, I often uh, during my class, you know, I say, Hey, anybody got kids? And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, I got kids. And I, I, I actually, uh, I, I actually get up and do a little role play in my live class. It's like, Hey, uh, how old are your kids? Oh, well, they're like three and, and six. I'm like, Oh, that's a great age. You know what? So what if they were sick? I'm not talking about COVID. I'm just like, Hey, they got a fever, the runny nose, the scratchy throat. They're miserable and you're miserable because they're miserable. And so it's like, you know, your heart's bleeding for them. And that's like, they're your kids. You love them. And so you, you do anything for them. And so you take them and you go to the doctor. You go in, you fill out the little paperwork. The, the, the receptionist says, go ahead and have a seat. Dr. B will be with you in a minute. And the door opens up and the doctor peeks his head out and throws you a bottle of prescription. and says, hey, let me know in a month how that works. Close the door. And there you are. How would you feel? there's yeah. no difference when what our industry is doing right now with these products. We have no idea what the symptoms are, no idea what the conditions yeah. are just, Hey, our manufacturer of this product has a sticker on the box says it will take care of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nothing from the it, truth. And,
1: and we're very careful even on when, when I'm doing training with our, with our clients too, it's like, you know, there is no silver bullet. You can't preach a silver bullet in every, like, you know, like we said in the beginning, every home and every occupant is different. And you don't, you're not selling them some, you don't want to sell something they don't need, who wants to do that? That's just not, it's not good business practice. It's just not right. Right. So to your point, you know, the IAQ, I like that investigate, analyze and quote. Um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the most rudimentary form of investigation is a conversation with the homeowner, right? I and mean, that's where it starts. What?
0: Absolutely. That's where it starts. So the, the discovery phase, uh, I often send a questionnaire and I know you guys have a questionnaire on your on your site too. Uh, I ask a lot of the same questions. Uh, I take it a little deeper into what's going on with the client, but but from that, I I like to send it uh, ahead of time because I want them to take their time. I want them to discuss it with their significant other or family members and and, then fill it out. Uh, A lot of times you'll show up and hand them the questionnaire and we've all done it. Go ahead, just start checking boxes real quick. Now I really want them to have some thought put into (laughs) it. And so that's how it starts. Um, I just did <laughs> just a quick story because I got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working with a client in uh, Port Huron, Michigan. They're our contractor. They're involved with the new flat rate. They've taken my class. Uh, they're all in on indoor air quality. They're really doing well. They had a high-end client or a high-level client came to, to them. And uh, so I said, hey, did you send them the questionnaire? And the technician says, oh, yeah, I did. I'm like awesome. So do we do we have it? And uh, and so he hands it to me, and it didn't look filled out very well. So we get there, and so this gentleman worked in the oil refineries, and retired from them. He is uh, he's compromised from his exposure. So uh, when we talk about compromise, so you you have you have you're subjected to pollutants. From there, you become sensitized to those pollutants, and then from there, you moved into Compromised because of long-term exposure. So those are the three levels. You're you're first subjected to, then you're uh, sensitized, and then compromised. He was definitely compromised. So when we got there, we're asking questions. He's sitting at the table, and it's all about him. Him. Hey, what what's this, and how are you feeling, and when does you know? When you go out, and I, I he feels great, and so it was laser focused on him. In the den, we hear this little voice, and it's his wife, and she says, "Does anybody care how I'm feeling?" Oh,
1: mic drop. (laughs) That's like, (laughs)
0: and and yes, ma'am, come on in. And then we had this conversation says, you know, I, I I sing in the church choir and and lately, you know, and she, she starts off by saying, Oh, I used to think my husband was a little cuckoo because he's experienced, but now, now I realize that there's a lot going on. And she says, yeah, you know, I like to sing at the church choir. And, and lately I haven't been able to sing and I just want to sing in the choir. And so then I talked to the technician and he's like, Oh, well, we filled the questionnaire out over the phone. And it was an aha moment for him because we're all, it, uh, it was two technicians and myself. Uh-huh. Right. And so this is a teaching moment. And I said, you see how important it is to get that there. And we're all just standing there. just like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's how it starts a questionnaire. Yeah. And, and then we have a set um, uh, some set uh, data to gather uh, and, yeah. and uh preliminarily i like to uh, just run an air advice to get some just some numbers I and mean, you got to start the conversation it's only a 30 minute snapshot and they had done that and at least that starts a conversation and gives you a direction and then that leads into they actually sold uh, some discovery using our uh, our app we'll get to that in a bit yeah. but so the discovery set some set measurements uh what's in the air uh, um, maybe looking at existing uh, mechanical, the building part of it, uh, you know, air samples, uh, and, and then uh, system performance. I always like to measure BTUs, how, you know, sensible latent air airflow, all that stuff, mechanical stuff. But anyway, after we gather all that data, we pull it to the next level and that's the analyze. So you have to look at the data and compare the technical data to what the client's experiencing and that's when you start connecting dots
1: so you just made the intangible tangible right you made the invisible yes. visible by doing exactly that right
0: yes and, and how deep you go is going to depend on the contractor and how far along they are in their journey uh i've got just a ton of testing equipment mm-hmm. uh and so i can i can take it deep but but you know you can always pull samples and get them to a lab or if it's Something a little bit above your pay grade, you can employ a, a CIH to come in and really get a there handle on, so you so you don't miss anything. Yeah. Um, but but you 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 analyze the data and you compare it to what the customer's feeling, and all of a sudden you start connecting dots.
1: You build a story. A story. A story starts to emerge, right? A
0: storyline. Yeah. Absolutely. A story
1: emerges.
0: And so once you do that, then and only then are you ready yeah. to quote. Yeah. And so your, your, your discovery is going to point to a few things. So you yeah. might have, Hey, we got high particulates, so we need to get better filtration. They're experiencing some things. Uh, is it just filtration or is it leaky duct work yeah. or is it building pressures? Uh, we're a little bit high in humidity. So dehumidification in Michigan, they've got the, the extremes. I, I know mm-hmm. you do too in New yeah. York. So you may have to do dehumidification and humidification, right? For the different seasons, then fresh air. Next thing you know, you've got a multi-tiered scope of work. And, and so then each thing has to have a price tag put to it, each step. Yep. And, and then people are, you know, our industry is so laser focused on equipment.
1: That's been our narrative forever, right? It's been our I, narrative as a trade Did you hear me even forever. mention
0: equipment? <laughs> I didn't even mention yeah, equipment. And I yep. teach this in my classes. So, like we go through yeah, all this yeah, thing yeah. and they're this, like, well, you know, and I said, after you gone through all that and you have a scope of work that's going to address everything it's then you can have a conversation about the equipment and and it's like Mr. Mrs. Homeowner we have a fantastic scope of work I think we're addressing all and um, but unfortunately due to the age and uh, uh, age of your equipment and the condition it won't support these options Easy conversation to have. Last thing we would like have to have happen would be there a catastrophic failure in your equipment and you're left unprotected. Yeah.